friend. I'm going to go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. Welcome, welcome. So, I don't know about you, but when I have something going on in my heart, talking it out helps me so much writing it out on a journal, or just like getting it out. So that's what today's episode is, and I don't know if it's going to resonate with you or not. Maybe will. Maybe something in it will. So I hope that you'll hang out with me and just let me have my therapy session. Let me start out by saying I hope this makes sense, because sometimes it makes sense to me, but I don't know if it comes out right. So we're just going to pray. We're just going to ask God to let it make sense, and hopefully it'll resonate with somebody I don't know. So, I told you, so let me start out by saying, I told you last week or a couple weeks ago that I was going to start doing a new business, something I had done before, um, and that I wanted to do again. It's basically, it sounds crazy, but it's basically opening oysters that are, um, they're, what do you call it, bread, and like they're grown on the farm, so they're like, you know they're going to have a pearl in them, okay, and the pearls are like different colors, and the company puts them in jewelry. Anyways, that probably sound like, what in the world is she doing? Anyways, that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is whenever I decided that I was going to do that, in my mind, and I guess in my pride and ego, I was like, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. I'll have to have, I'll have people lining up to buy them because, I mean, I did really good the last time and, and my pride and my ego was like, I have a lot of followers, so it'll just really just take off and everything like that. And I, I really, you know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that God showed me that my pride and ego was was coming up because it did this weekend. And I had a launch party and went live a couple of nights and I did make some sales. But, you know, I was, I realized afterwards on Sunday when I felt really weird and off I realized that one, my pride was there, my ego was there, and me thinking I was going to do something great, I guess, or like I was going to make it happen instead of really relying on God, you know, really just just putting it on Him to say, okay, I'll do the work, but you're going to make it happen. It was more like I was going to make it happen regardless. Like, you know, do you ever do that? Another thing I noticed is that I, I, uh, attributed my value to views. I didn't even know I was doing that. Oh, I'll show you. I'll tell you something else I realized about this situation. But I didn't realize it until the next day when I was like kind of embarrassed that there wasn't a whole lot of views. And I, and it was making me feel a certain way. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Christina. That has nothing to do with your identity in Christ. Like, And I know that some people do do this sometimes because I know we have done it with careers, motherhood. Um, If you're on social media, if your posts don't get a lot of likes, sometimes you can feel a certain way like, 
maybe nobody agreed or maybe they don't like me or maybe they're, you know what I mean? And we can kind of get into our feelings about, oh, well, that's, that determines my value. No. What you do in life does not determine your value. What you are as a mother or, you know, where you work or if you're so involved in church and you're there, you, you do everything. None of that still is your value. None of that still is your identity. And I've talked about this before, how you walk around like his name badge. It's like, hey, hello, my name is Busy. Hello, my name is Doctor. Hello, my name is um, Social Media Influencer. Hello, my name is Mom. Hello, my name is Foster Mom. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes we look at these titles as identity. And that's very, very dangerous. I heard a saying one time that said, don't let criticism or compliments get to your heart. That is so good because I've been dealing with a lot of criticism from people who do not even know me on social media and I caught myself being mad and then almost trying to prove myself to them like so they would like me which is like what Christina what are you doing but then on the flip side compliments can get in your heart too to where you think oh yes I'm great I do that I do this I do that you know, if we, okay, let's say that I see someone on the street that needs a meal and I go get them a meal and I give them to it. I give, I give it to them. If the thought in my mind is, well, look at me, look how great I just did. Look what I just did. I believe that right there just zaps out any spiritual reward. And when I say reward, I mean just even a closeness with God that we would receive from that because we didn't do it. It's only because Christ lives in us when we do things for the glory of God. And that is what's, that's what, just hang with me, hang with me, because I think that's what really God showed me. But what I also want to tell you is I also noticed, just like I said a minute ago, that I've been trying to impress people into liking me because I'm getting so many rude comments from people that do not know me. Now, listen, they don't know me. I I really believe they're hurting in their heart because people who lash out at other people they don't know have to be hurting. I mean, they have to be. Like, I would just think there has to be some kind of pain in there. So I know that. I know that right there. But I caught myself letting it affect me and almost trying to, like, so So what I'm talking about is videos on Facebook that have went viral. Um almost trying for the next one the next video to be better so that maybe they won't be rude to me what what christina what now if you're listening to this you're probably like what is she talking about but if you are active on social media maybe you totally get it i don't know but the bottom line is we can do nothing without christ that's number one and that anything we try to do on our own is vanity Anything we say we do on our own is vanity. Second thing is, is that um, nothing determines our value except what Christ did on the cross. He, that is the only value that we have. That is our identity. Our identity is, I'm a daughter of God. I'm a child of God. Jesus is my Savior. That, that, all that is my identity, not what I do what I become, what I do for others, what I do in my home, all of them are like 
Like if you imagine the tree trunk is your identity, them are just little branches. Like, yeah, I'm a mom. Oh, sorry. I'm a daughter. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. I'm a hairstylist. I'm a granddaughter. I'm all these things. Them are just little branches. But my number one thing, and without that trunk, them branches aren't nothing, right? Like the verse in the Bible, I'm the vine, you're the branch. Like Jesus is a vine. So the trunk of us being our identity in Christ, if that trunk is not there, there's no branch. And there's no way that we should base our value on what we do or who likes us or who does things for I hope this is making sense. I don't know. Maybe it is. Third thing is, is that we are called to impress no one but to impress upon them to look to Jesus. So that's what God showed me in all of this, this whole weekend. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that he corrected me with my pride and ego. I'm grateful that the insecurity that came in, he showed me exactly what it is. I'm grateful that the vanity that I had thinking I was going to do, it was going to be so easy and I was just going to like boom it out of the water. I'm grateful he showed me all that. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 is one of the ones that we quote all the time, right? Lean not on your own understanding. Trust well, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he should direct your path. Now, I've been in positions, and even this weekend, wouldn't seem that spiritual. Like, why do I mean, I'm just doing this or, you know, and I've, I've been in positions where I thought, I, I would never do that. Like, that word, I... I think is straight pride. And this verse to me reminds me that in everything I do, it's not me. I should be consulting with God about it. I should let Him direct my path. I should lean completely on the Holy Spirit for guidance. It's not Christina. It's not us that makes things happen. It's not us that strategize. In fact, I, I heard God tell me yesterday, like, you're strategizing too much. I am your strategy. Like, I don't have to strategize to make things happen. I don't have to strategize to make this person. You know, I can remember, I've, I've read something that was like, leave your Bible open around people you want to read it. That, I mean, what? That's kind of like, oh, look what I did. They read the Bible because I left it open. You know, that's a strategy from flesh. And God wants to be our number one co-worker or I mean owner I guess he would be the owner we're the employee but he wants us to come to him with everything not doing anything in our own will now yes you do the work and I'm I'm talking I hope you understand that I'm talking about anything we do in life motherhood being a spouse our jobs our careers I mean even going to the grocery store like I'll walk in and be like God please don't let me buy stuff I don't need just you know, guide me in what to get. Because anytime I'm rushing and doing and not consulting him, like there's always anxiety in there. And there's always like things that I don't need to get possibly, you know, that really are are pointless that I could have done without. But if I stop and kind of just acknowledge him, that's the whole thing, I think, is constantly acknowledging him. You know, like, and some people be like, that's too spiritual to acknowledge him for every little thing. No, it's not. No, it's really not. 
And even just walking in your closet can be like, okay, okay, God, whatever I wear today, let me glorify you. Let let me represent you. You know, just I think that just acknowledging him is just so important. And I'm not trying to get all weird on it. I'm just trying to remind myself that in anything I do, he can be included. He should be included. I mean, the Bible says whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Work or sitting around or watching TV. I mean, I was watching something yesterday at my granny's that was not glorifying God, and I was convicted. And it was just a show that had just had a lot of cussing in it, and I didn't know it was going to have all that in it. And as I was sitting there, it was like dinging me. And even though I really want to know what happens, I'm not going to turn it on again because I had that conviction. And all these are like, you know, there's times that I can watch certain shows that other people can't. Maybe they can't watch shows I can or or vice versa or whatever. You know, when we're receptive to hearing his voice, we hear what, you know, what is not good for us. And, and you know, I'm grateful because... I told my friend a few weeks ago, I used to hear his voice when I would watch shows that he didn't want me to watch. And then I had stopped hearing it. I had muffled that voice because maybe I did hear it, but then I just ignored it. So yesterday when I felt like I was like, mm, this ain't building you up. It ain't building me up. I knew I could keep watching it. I knew I could turn it back on, but I don't want to muffle that voice like I have before, you know? So just acknowledging him in everything is just... I mean, that's what he wants. That's what I believe honors him more than anything, really. Just, you know, you're there, God. I know you're there. You're there. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That tells me to come to him for everything. And what a blessing it is that we can. You know, in the Old Testament, they thought they had to go through priest, or they did. I guess they did have to go through priest, and then the priest had to go before God. And, you know, it wasn't that they felt like they could come right to the throne like we can. Like after what Jesus did, he tore the veil. We can come right to God because of what Jesus Christ did, not because of what I did. Nothing that I did. Nothing that I'll ever do. It's only because of what Jesus did that I can come to him and talk to him about anything and ask him for anything. He that's I mean he's so good he's so good I'm so grateful for that because you know I need all the help I can get like I'm a hot mess I mean I feel like my emotions are everywhere all the time what is really the answer to all this like what what did God show me in all this first he showed me that my pride was there that I thought I could do something on my own or that I was going to do it he also showed me that I was getting value out of other people or other things or accomplishments or even failures that I was tying my identity with those things and he also showed me that I'm not here to impress people but to impress upon them that God loves them so how do I fix that how do I work with that well you know humbleness humbleness is the number one thing coming to God and acknowledging him knowing that my worth and value are in what Christ did and nothing that I do and that I do everything for his glory that my goal isn't look at me look at Christina look what I did but my goal is to point to him that can be in washing our dishes 
you know, by myself at the sink, just talking to him, praising him, thinking about him, having a cheerful attitude <laughs> about it and not dreading it. That could be when I go on video to not point at myself, but point to God. That can be that my value doesn't come, that, you know, I've told people we can sit in the corner the rest of our life and never do anything and God will still love us the same it's not the things we do that get you like a check mark or an X mark in heaven. It is what Christ did. We can't boast on anything that we do. Now, because I'm so grateful for that love and it inspires me to do things for others or inspires me to love on them, it inspires me to lift them up and encourage them. That's still not of me. That's still Him. But that's not a work I'm doing to, you know, to get value or to make myself feel good about myself. All that is very sneaky. You know, the world is real quick and you got to love yourself. You got to love yourself. That is so sneaky because it turns to ego and pride so quickly. I mean, the way that it's presented is in a, you got to have confidence. Why? I don't need confidence in me. I can't do anything. I need confidence in God. You know, this could be a whole other podcast because it's just one of them things that, like, that's what the world pushes. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. And I'm not saying that you hate yourself. I'm just saying that it's not about me. It's not about you. And it's not about what we can do. And it's not about look at me. Because all of this passes away. Like, all of this is temporary. And... You are known by the Creator, and you are seen by the Creator, and you are loved by the Creator, and you can have a personal, personal walk with Him, but the world still does not revolve around you. It revolves around that Creator, because He's the Creator. (laughs) I heard somebody once say, if you don't like that, then go create your own world. (laughs) I mean, if you think that's egotistical of God, then go create your own world. But he deserves that honor and praise. He deserves that praise for what he did with Jesus. He deserves that praise for putting another breath in in our lungs. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I hope I didn't just ramble. I hope that somebody, that this helps somebody, okay? So I'm going to pray and close this out. And thanks for letting me talk out my therapy with you. Father, thank you that we can come to you at any time to your throne. Thank you that your love is so great for us that that you love us regardless of what we do. That nothing we could do could make you love us any more and nothing we could do could make you love us any less. You are love. And I'm grateful for that. Help us to remember that our value comes from what Christ did. Nothing that we do help us to remember that we need to lean on you for everything little and big things. Nothing is little to you. That relationship that we have with you is a constant open dialogue and I'm grateful for it and I want to hear from you. I want to hear you speak to my heart and I don't want to do anything to shut that off. I don't want to go my own path. I don't want to plan my own path but I want to acknowledge you so that you will direct my path because you know best. I want your will to be done in my life. 
and I want to honor and glory you, honor and give glory to you all the days of my life. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, find me on social media at Christina Smith McCulley on all platforms. My prayer is that this episode helps you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday, and if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.